All right, so uh, welcome to Mercado Vision, where a family of fan kids get to nerd out on our favorite movies and television. So uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome Hello. back, y'all. Episode tres, three. Sunday night. Feeling Sunday, good. It used to be Sunday fun day, and then you get kids, and weekends right. are exhausting. You have, you have responsibilities, and it's not so fun. Today's yeah. Sunday isn't so fun for me. I was talking to my friend, and he slept till 11 today. And I was like, oh, my God, Austin slept till 730 and I was excited. 730 would be a dream. <laughs> I was wow. like, this is like I'm on vacation and you're sleeping till 11. Yeah, that's <sighs> crazy. Those are the craziness. days. Uh, so good. What, what, what do we got now? How are we doing today? We're doing good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, did you guys get any uh, feedback from our last episode at all from any like of our millions of listeners like hey that was cool or no like what are you guys talking about Yay, yeah yeah hey. so the people the people that i've gotten response from are, are they think it's fun seeing it's creative they they enjoy it i mean it it, it is our mother telling us all the same thing <laughs> yeah mom, 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 mom like loves it <laughs> hopefully somebody besides our mom listens to this show but if not yeah cool there's your alarm time. again every time yeah. um yeah the shotgun shay thing didn't go over so well with mom but you know we'll, we'll fight through that well, I think it's trademarked. It is what it is. Yeah, I'm making shirts. Mercado Vision Shotgun Shea. <laughs> that should be your new Instagram handle. <laughs> uh, really- I do have some, some feedback, though, from a listener. They, they said we were kind of harsh last time on Ooh. the Falcon Winter Soldier. I was like... Well, they're wrong. I was like, <laughs> I wasn't harsh. I mean, Kai like said they- she hated Anthony Mackie, but yeah. besides that... <laughs> that, was, that was a bit rough. A little rough. That wasn't harsh. Come on. It wasn't wow. harsh, but I don't think Anthony Mackie or um, Wyatt Russell will be visiting our show anytime soon. Put it that way. <laughs> well, first <laughs> of all, none of us want Wyatt Russell to visit our show. Exactly. <laughs> so what do we got for Marvel news this week? I, I, I know uh, it was kind of a light week on, on breaking news, but uh, what, what do you got? As far as I know, no big news, no trailers. Um, the last tidbit is that uh, I believe Captain America 4 has officially been announced with our friend Anthony Mackie. <laughs> Leading into this. Yeah, we... the person Kai hates. I don't you said I be- hate. <laughs> I believe unofficially they're also going to be redoing the costume right here, but I, I it's just rumors. Fingers and shortening crossed. And shortening his monologues a little bit. <laughs> just a bit. Okay, okay. I'll be nicer next time. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> but, I liked yeah. WandaVision. We could talk about that for six oh, hours and I'll talk positively. We'll Make get a good there. show and I'll be nice. Hey, I think we got to be honest, right? This isn't right. all sunshine and roses. It's it's the truth. It's the hard exactly. truth. Exactly. You can't handle it. We truth. are the authority. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. No, no real Marvel news. Um, I mean, I don't think any of us are surprised by the fact that they're going to make them captain america 4 i think that was obviously the plan from yeah falcon and the winter soldier finale we knew it was coming just how they were going to transition to it who was going to be in the role do we have any theories for captain america 4 any um um no theories at this point hopefully more zemo right i'm wondering if it'll be in lieu of a season two of the show or do it be like a season two and a movie well, what we do know about most Marvel movies is they like to include a few characters, if not 10. Yeah, <laughs> at least 12. Be more than one, probably more than two. But what about our corrections or retractions from last episode? Did we do anything? Oh, nope. yeah. Make any mistakes? 
I didn't make any mistake. I think you might have made a mistake, Brent. I'm. You guys didn't correct my mistake. (laughs) Okay, it was a joint mistake. If anybody was listening, which I'm sure there are thousands, if not millions, millions, we we did throw out the wrong name for a character from Ant Man, who we all love, right? I feel bad because this guy is actually one of the few Hispanic people. I know. (laughs) In the MCU, (laughs) and we might have said his name was Michael Cena, and it's not Michael Cena. It's Michael Pena, right, guys? Pena. Pena. Yeah. Michael Pena. Pena. Sorry, Michael Pena. We love you. That. We love. Bring yeah, not our... to be not to Bring be confused with. Yeah, not to be confused with John Cena, or, or Michael, Michael Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> Michael Pena. Michael hey, wait, Pena. Have, it, have they been in a movie together, or are they just one person? I, they don't, I don't look anything alike. Don't they? What if Michael? Pena, Michael, Sarah, and John Cena were all in the same movie at the same time. Like a multiverse. That would be crazy. <laughs> then we couldn't mess it up. No matter that, who we said, it's be, the right actually, person. That'd actually probably be a really funny movie. It yeah. actually would be. <laughs> can, we do, can we make this happen? Who, we who, copyright that? Who can, we, who can we call? I think uh, John Cena is actually not bad. He's kind of cool. He makes some funny. good stuff. He was in Trainwreck. He's coming up in one, too. He's in the in DC a, in a, side. In a, in a superhero movie. Yeah, he is. The yeah. Who's he going to be? He's called the Peacemaker, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And he's yeah. already working on a spinoff Peacemaker TV show for HBO Max. So wow, he's busy. They're but he's not in the MCU, so we don't care about him all that much. Screw but him. We still care. Yeah. But Michael Sarah, where's he been? Hmm? Uh, still living since? off that super bad money. <laughs> super. He's done a, a few things since then. Has he? Um, I just think of Superbad and, and Juno pretty Juno. much. Juno is great. What about, uh, oh my gosh, the TV show he did that was freaking genius. I don't oh know. I don't remember oh a Michael Sarah TV show. TV show? Are you sure not thinking of Michael Pena? <laughs> or John Cena? Or John Cena? <laughs> I for sure know that. Are you going to Google it? You Arrested guys. Development, guys. Arrested oh, Development. I never saw that show. There's that always money in the banana stand. How have you never seen that show? Hey, I can't see every show, man. I mean, Brand, there's too much out there. You need to watch a few episodes this week. This it's, week? It's that good. It's hilarious. It I is pretty funny. I don't doubt that it's good. It's just, uh, yeah, got to add it to the queue, you know? Add yeah, it to the it's, queue. It's hilarious. Um, George Michael Blue. Jason He's, Bateman, right? And Bateman, like, and Bateman who... And Will Arnett. Yeah, it's, it, the, the cast is ridiculous. It's, it's so good. Uh, and Bateman is... I feel like he's one of my favorite characters, just actors in general. Mm-hmm. Just his, uh, what he did with uh, his most recent one. What was that? Uh, Ozark. I've seen that. Ozark, so yeah. good. Yeah. Like he, he's just so good. And he, you know, it's not. You always thought of him just like this comedian, and you know, dropping in stuff. And but he is like Ozark is so good, and can't wait for that. To be I think we need Bateman in the MCU. What do you think, Jason? That'd Bateman? be great. It, he needs to get in there. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, he could yeah. be he could be like a cool villain. He could be. He'd be pretty funny. He's funny. He's great. Come on, Marvel, make it happen. And Will Arnett and uh Jason Bateman have a podcast. Do they really? Of course mm-hmm. they do. Really? With Sean Hayes. It's called Smart Listen. It's hilarious. So I know you podcasts... guys don't listen to podcasts, even though you're on one, but you should listen I, I, to no, it. No, I do listen. I listen to our podcast. I listen to the podcast. podcast. Don't, why are you putting? Why, why are you oh. assuming? Well, because I always try to send you guys podcasts and you never listen to them. I don't listen to the ones you send over, but I listen to them. <laughs> he has his own podcast. Thanks, 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 thanks. I actually cool, listen, cool, cool, to, cool. I listen to a few lacrosse podcasts. Mm. Wow. Tony How many Gonzales? podcasts do you listen to? Tony Gonzalez Like podcast? every single one? 
Um, I listen to, I have like a rotation. So Smartless comes out on Mondays. Morbid comes on Fridays. Um, Whitney Cummings podcast comes out on Wednesdays. Just uh, Wow. This is a lot already. Justin Long's podcast comes on Tuesdays. And then My Favorite Murder what is on Thursdays. What do you listen to all this? What, wait. Do you have a job? <laughs> no. I mean, yes, I do have her, a job. Her job is to listen to podcasts. Is that I'm what we get paid to do? a professional podcast listener. I listen to them at work. I mean, like, I don't like... The ones I listen to are a lot of just kind of celebrity interviews or, um, you know, not too heavy. So it's really easy to kind of just put on this background noise. Oh, Makes sense. so you're saying we're just noise podcasting, just noise to you. Hopefully not. Not our podcast. Our podcast. Yeah. Our, we're not noise. Hard hitting journalism. Yeah, oh, that's right. And I'm, and I'm the celebrity. So that's true. I think we're all celebrities. Look at, we're all wearing the same color tonight. Again. Can, again. Pretty cool. Yes, that's kind of weird. Last week we were all in red and or no, all nope. in black, and now we're all in white. Okay, <laughs> unplanned, guys, unplanned. Guys, let's make eye contact right now and decide what color we're making without saying it out loud. Got it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Iron right. Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. The I comeback. mean, this is like, come on. The comeback. I feel like in, in many ways, such a big comeback film. Obviously, for the main actor, he's a come. He Who was, was, he was down now. Robert Downey. He was Robert Downey Jr. turned he around down, his career completely. Robert down and out Downey Jr. Like he was, he was nothing. He was he lost there and with uh you know Hollywood, Hollywood. for the most part, directors one up. Um, but also for for I feel like superhero movies in general, like they you know yeah, it was a risk to make a superhero movie at this time. Yeah, they they did it big, and uh, I feel like it was a big comeback, and obviously it worked. Yeah, come back the flood sure. it opened the floodgates. Did you guys know that um, Tom Cruise was originally wanted for the role of Iron Man, Tony Stark? When, when, when you say wanted, who wanted him? I think the studio wanted him. And then John Favreau really, really, really wanted Robert Downey Jr. In fact, studios shouldn't make decisions like this. No shit. <laughs> like, I did know Tom Cruise was in the running. I could you imagine? Who who. Oh, gosh. So bad. He's so annoying. I'm so, so glad he's not. I'm he's so not glad that he's bad. Not Iron Man. No, but, no, not but Iron Robert Downey Jr. was made. No, I'm just saying, you know, Tom Cruise isn't that bad. I like Mission Impossible. I like his movies. RDJ to carry was a perfect a franchise casting. like this. No, it had to have been RDJ. Or was it Tom Cruise saying he didn't want to get typecasted as a superhero? They're all no. typecasted, dude. As this rich guy, guys. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can typecast um, me. I'll be typecast. typecast I'll be typecast me. <laughs> Is that, a, is that an entourage quote? That's an entourage. There's an entourage. Ari Gold. Ari right. Gold at the Laker game. They're all typecasted. <laughs> as, as rich, rich guys. guys. <laughs> yeah, people don't care about being, ty- being typecast as much anymore, right? No. Who I, no for sure they do. Oh, you artists, $30 million? Artists, yeah, they do. Actors and art, those guys are a, a kind of a different breed. A lot of them are, not, not all of them. But you know, a lot of them are about the art and yada, 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 and... They don't want to get typecasted as a superhero or whatever. I mean, or as a pirate, maybe. Like, yeah. you know. Obviously, it helps when you make uh, $20 million on a film or something like that. But yeah. uh, that'll swing. Yeah, but I think a majority of the struggling actors out there would love to get a piece of that Marvel pie. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, yeah. Any struggling actor would. We're not talking about, we're not talking about struggling actors. We're talking about... Uh, you well, know, like, yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis isn't like going to play a superhero, but... Uh, well, anyone else regular celebrity verse would well, listen Vinny Chase was a star him. he was fighting it okay that's a fake television show are you going back to Entourage again I just Wait, watched I just watched all the all eight seasons you realize it. Entourage is not a documentary right it was actually like a just a show 
It was so good. It was it's not uh, real life. It's not real life. Actually, I mean, technically, it, it, what? Kind of, it is based somewhat on real life, but uh, yeah. yeah. So Favreau chose Robert Downey Jr. because of his illustrious past. So because he was so damaged and kind of down and out and all the things that he went through, he wanted Downey to use that in the Iron Man role. And I have a quote and it says, um, this is from Favreau. He said, the best and worst moments of Robert's life have been in the public eye. He had to fight an inner balance to overcome obstacles that went far beyond his career. That's Tony Stark. Robert brings a depth that goes beyond a comic book character having trouble in high school or can't get the girl. So he was Thank just basically you, like, it's true. Didn't, um, so RDJ, didn't he go to prison? There wasn't any addiction problems. I mean, oh, he yeah. was at the oh, bottom yeah. of the he bottom, was, right? Yeah, he, he was probably tough to ensure on the film. Yeah, exactly. And what about Favreau? I mean, before directing Iron Man, he's probably best known for what I think of him as is the guy from Swingers, right? Awesome movie. Probably mm-hmm. his best role was on Friends. He had a, yeah. MMA fighter or? <laughs> yeah. He's like a rich guy that wants to be an MMA fighter. <laughs> get a cameo on Seinfeld too, so back good. in the day. And Swingers. he's probably best known as a director for Elf, right? That was, that was after that. this, right? Or was that before? Mm, it was before. Oh. Sure. On fact check that. So That's kind of funny that like. Good job, Favreau. He went I mean, from Elf to this. I mean, he was already a bit uh, like a big time, uh, you know, not, I mean, Elf's a big time movie. So he's a big time director and, you know. Right. Elf was 2003. He already had some pull, which is probably, you know, the reason why he was able to say, no, I'm going to have you know, Robert Downey, not Tom Cruise. Yeah. And obviously and it, Ra- or Favreau has a great eye for comedy too, oh yeah. which I thought, right. you know, obviously Robert Downey Jr. brought so much of that to Tony Stark as a character and also just like a subtle, just like quick wittedness. That I don't think Tom yeah. Cruise could have could have. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, as, as a, as a studio, you're thinking Tom Cruise too. I mean, especially at the time, even still now, like Tom Cruise in action movies, it's gonna make a billion dollars. Like, it's right. like a given. You can't knock him for wanting to to make that money, but uh, mm-hmm. it was not the right artistic decision. Yes, in a way, Robert Downey Jr. is kind of responsible for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The success of Iron Man and what he was able to do with a with a superhero character. It kind of made them bank on the rest of the movies and yeah. kind of build the rest yeah. of the universe. I read an article a few years ago, um, and it was talking about the most influential movies of like all time. Mm-hmm. Iron Man, the original one, was very high on the list, um, if not Makes number sense. one, because yeah. the whole what the success of Iron Man made Marvel able to do. What followed after it was huge, right? It changed cinema. It changed entertainment. Um, it brought us all these amazing films. And if if Iron Man was a flop, if nobody liked that movie, if it wasn't successful, everything would have been different, right? There would be mm-hmm. no, most likely no be no MCU That's as so we know crazy. it. If it was like the Fantastic Four yeah. or the Fantastic Four. Or the, or... Or the Fantastic Four. And <laughs> obviously there were superhero those, movie, right? there, there were superhero movies before this, but like you said, seeing being able to see past just casting an action hero in an action movie and thinking a little more in depth was just such a clutch decision by Favreau and whoever else kind of pushed for that because right. it could have just been an action movie and it wouldn't have been that good. Right. And I think they had greenlit um, both Iron Man and The Incredible Hulk, which Kai refuses to acknowledge as being existence. <laughs> haven't heard of it. But those two movies were greenlit. And then after that, it's like, well, we'll see how it goes. And if yeah. it goes mm-hmm. well, then we can launch this whole MCU thing. If it doesn't go well, you know, it probably goes back to like Batman and Robin type movies. Or- you want to know another fun fact? Those were good it- though, by the way. No. <laughs> <laughs> With Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
No, I'm talking about like the original. Yeah. Michael Keaton ones. Those ones were a miss. Michael Keaton ones are great. Okay. That's another podcast as well. Fun. (laughs) Another fun fact for you. Terrence Howard was paid more than RDJ was for this. Really? I didn't know that. He's top listed. You know, which is funny because guess who didn't make it to Iron Man 2? Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Which is (laughs) because I heard it was. I heard it was because of you know negotiation problems among other things i've heard that he's kind of a difficult actor to work with but too bad um, yeah i actually and we can get into it when we start talking about the movie but i really like their chemistry yeah Yeah. they're great almost maybe almost better than don Cheadle and him i I wish coming coming into the season to iron man 2 you're like that's that's not terrence howard that's not him no i was gonna say that for later but but yeah i wish terrence howard would have been able to work it out because i think he was amazing as roadie in this movie Yeah. yeah also final little note before we can get into the plot it took 16 years to develop this movie to get Iron Man made. Apparently, Kai did some homework here. I, I we're did. Just Aren't you guys proud and, of me? You know, just winging it. But Kai did like whole research. I mean, I took a few notes, but Kai came prepared today, I guess. I Googled I Googled fun facts about Iron Man movie and fun facts about Robert Downey Jr. Oh. And those are the things that I came up with. All right. Well, Iron Man. We can just talk about the film. Oh, Bren, of- what are you drinking here? What, what are you doing? Um, Actually, there's three There's three things I'm going back and forth for um, between. I have some whiskey, which I've now finished to take the edge off. And I have some- and that Diet energy Coke. drink you had earlier? I had an energy drink earlier, <clears throat> a Zoa. You don't, um, want, to just, you to don't want to just mix the, the Coke and the whiskey and just like- No, they're both good by themselves. Why ruin it? Okay. You got a lot of stuff going on there. The Coke is for the caffeine and then there's some some water, right? And you're not drinking all down. Any, anything? You guys aren't uh, staying hydrated? I have water. Okay. I, I had a big cup of coffee that uh, my son spilled, so whatever. Oh. It's like your heart is crushed. Because <laughs> I'm not I having really, coffee now. I really wanted that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, guys, what about Jeff Bridges? We didn't talk about him at all. Oh, what do you think about Jeff Bridges? Oh, he's I a think... great actor. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, obviously, the dude. Was this before or after the dude? It was after, after. right? After. Yeah, that yeah. was in like the late '90s or early 2000s. Yeah, Shay, didn't you meet Jeff Bridges once or twice? I, I may true, have... true or false? True, true. I think I, I heard that somewhere that you actually met him, which is very, very cool. Let me ask you, did um. When you met him, was he more like Obadiah Stane in real life, or was he more like the dude? In no, real he was life? more. Uh, he was more dudeish, but super cool. We were like playing video games with his daughters and hanging out and some friends, and he was like making fun of my buddy because he was getting beat by his daughter in video games. Like, <laughs> well, that's a Mercado Vision fun fact. I mean, one of us has actually yeah. met someone in the movie. I'm actually surprised Shay didn't lead with that brag. Why? Why? why I don't brag about everything. Huh. It's no big deal. Yeah, because he, he hangs out with celebrities all the time, so it's no big deal. Well, if I had hung out with RDJ, I'd probably be the first thing out of my mouth when this podcast started. It'd be the first him. thing out of your mouth whenever you talk to anyone. Yeah. By the way, I know him. Yeah. Just in case you were we, wondering. We shared, we, you know, Santa Barbara, Santa Barbara. We shared fields with some uh, celebrities okay. in the last two weeks. and Congratulations. Yeah. Well, it's more like Jeff Bridges knows Shay, not the other way around. I right? mean, this you're talking 20 years ago. All good. But anyways, yeah. So I thought that was, that was cool to mention. We've got Jeff Bridges in there. And maybe the last actor or actress to mention is Gwyneth Paltrow, right? She is cool. We yeah. Like her. I liked her. I like her as Pepper Potts. Yeah, I mean, fair. I don't think she's like my favorite actress in the whole entire world. But I think she, I think her chemistry with Robert Downey Jr. is great. Yeah, I think they're great. And obviously we see that going through the whole MCU to kind of to the end. Uh, kind of feel remiss if we don't uh, mention another actor that's kind of played a big role in the MCU. You, Peter Billingsley. What? Who? Who's Peter? Billingsley? Peter Billingsley. Come on, guys. 
I don't know who um, that is. <laughs> he also played Ralphie in Christmas Story. He was in Iron Man. He is an Iron Man. He was in Iron Man one. No, he wasn't. Okay, what part? Oh, was what he the, Was he? Did he work for? He, did, um, he was a scientist for, for Mr. He's Bridges. Also, he's also in, and he's um, in Spider-Man: Far From Far Home. From Home, and it comes oh, back. Around. Yes, that's oh, the guy okay. from. That's the guy from a Christmas. And story. he was an elf, right? He was an elf briefly. <laughs> That. That's By the way, hey, Christmas listen, Story, he, he I think it's an overrated. Ties you together. So, I mean, how do you maybe, not include him? Maybe even ties a Christmas story into MCU. Which is we an overrated know. Christmas film, I believe. Oh, you guys I on that, that board? Movie. On board with that? Over- no. good. I like it. I don't like that movie. Whatever. It's this overrated. Not the first one I'm going to watch, but it's I'll watch it. All right. Anyways. Let's, let's get into the movie. Let's dig into let's, Iron Man 1. Let's dive in. Dive this in. is awesome. Okay, first thing I want to mention because it's one of my favorite things about Iron Man um, that John Favreau kind of built into the character, and which is why I also don't love Iron Man three is the intro with the eighties rock with ACDC. Mm-hmm. Did totally. it not become yeah. like part of the Iron Man? Oh yeah, for character sure. Character for a long time. I actually yeah. wrote a note about that too, Kai. That's really awesome. I have it on my notepad. Like it was uh, one of my favorite kind of subtle things about Iron Man throughout you know, into the Avengers and Iron Man 2 was the kind of constant 80s rock and ACDC. Yeah, like the heavy metal or is it mm-hmm. rock and roll? I don't know what genre exactly it is, but if you, when you hear it, you know what it is. And it, it became like synonymous with Iron Man. In those first right. Days. And when a different director did Iron Man 3 and did not include it, I was burnt about it. I was like, I was where's pissed. the rock? Where is the 80s rock? Yeah. It is Iron Man. Yeah. That was so, really cool. I'm glad I, uh, John Favreau made that a part of the his character. It wasn't a necessary choice, but I'm so glad that, like he made that choice for him because right. it kind of fit him, his character so well and just fit the movie so well and kind of set a tone for the movie. Like it was the intro song. It was like, all right, this is we're doing this. And it was because noticeable the, when it was missing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like one of the things we're coming to, uh, one of the conclusions that Favreau is just a genius. Yeah. Guys are pretty amazing. I mean, what? it launched his career too, I think, right? Yeah. Like yeah. now... Fast forward, what, 13 years, this this guy is making uh, Disney plus whatever Star Wars shows, doing whatever he wants. He, he, How come he, he re- didn't do Iron Man 3? He can't do them all, right? You got to. Yes, he can. <laughs> I mean, he can, but he probably wants to do other stuff. I was just wondering if there was like I some think, kind of problem. I think there was a conflict with the Friends reunion or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> he is an, a he's a producer on I think Iron Man three and the Avengers movies. So if you can be a producer and sit back and just make millions, not doing all isn't that much. You know what? I'm yeah. gonna text him. Maybe we can get him on. Hold on. Oh, you know, you know John Favreau too, Shay. Oh, sorry, I didn't know you knew everyone in this. The guy movie. behind the guy. The guy <laughs> behind the guy. The guy behind. I'm the guy behind the, the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And the intro into this movie was unexpected. I don't remember how I felt going into the movie when the first time I saw it. I remember I didn't know much about Iron Man and didn't know what to expect. Right. I did not expect that intro. I remember feeling like, oh my God, what's happening? You mean <laughs> like, like when he's like in. in the tanks or not in the tanks, in the in the armory and gets blown mm-hmm. up and kidnapped? Yeah. And I mean, like happens. they just went right into that like intense, mm-hmm. dark. It got dark real quick. It escalated quickly. It was, I think it was funny too. Anyway, like before the whole or the whole bomb thing, you can already tell the personality that he was going to have in this movie. Where I wrote he that was down too. Witty, funny, but also kind of serious and dry. But it, like it was, it was great. Like you can already tell yeah. in the first five minutes, whatever. Where yeah, right off the bat, how he was going to be. Yeah, I said we identified quickly. Yeah, yeah. 
that was that was coming off the screen immediately in, in that tank scene. Well, I keep calling it a tank, but they're in a. Hummer. I mean, I don't think a, anyone's a vehicle. Correct you. They're a Hummer. <laughs> a Hummer, a Humvee, the Fun, fun v. v. The Fun V. That's that's right. What's the Fun? What? That's what he says when oh, um, he tells yeah. Rody not to get in. He goes, "This is the Fun V." I remember the first time I saw this film, I was like, "Whoa, where are yeah. we going with this?" Right. Yeah. And kind you of interesting too quick. is that. Before this movie came out, like nobody really thought. Uh, I think Iron Man was kind of a B-list hero, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was all about Spider-Man, is all about Batman back in the day, X-Men, and like nobody I thought. I, like I, I liked Iron Man when I was growing up. I mean, I'm a little older than everybody else, but uh, a little. I, <clears throat> Iron Man was uh, was pretty cool. He was cool, but I, I think he was at the top of like the list. I think he's more now. We look at it; he's like Iron Man, the center of it, right? But I think before this movie came out. Nobody was like super excited about Iron Man. Especially to be like one of the starting off points. I mean, for... apparently Favreau was. Yeah. Yeah. Again, th- we should send a thank you card to Favreau. Handwritten. Handwritten. Signed from by Mercado Mercado Vision. Vision. I'll, 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 get, I'll get his address. I'll, okay. I'll get... Talk to um talk, talk to Jeff Bridges. He's probably in Santa Barbara, right? That's where they're all at. <laughs> Maybe, actually. I um, Brian, I was going to ask you, did, did you know, is this backstory accurate to the comic books? As far as him getting like blown up? Well, as far as him getting like kidnapped and forced to make the Iron Man suit, I'm not familiar with. I don't know that one, but I think it is accurate. You know, the chess piece is somewhat accurate. He needed that chess piece to survive. Right. Whether it's from like a grenade blast or the reasoning for it, I don't know. But mm. And then we go straight from like him lying on a, in a, on the ground in a pool of blood to Vegas, <laughs> taken from dark to like light really quickly. I love the transition at the beginning, but I loved him at the um, poker table in Vegas. Yeah, that was awesome. He, well, he he got an award, right? That he wasn't there. Yeah, he was, he was there, but he wasn't in the Wait, room. Was it poker he was playing? Uh, I don't no, know. it was craps. I don't no, know you're what wrong. You're wrong too. Play. It's craps. It's craps. Come on. Something so what, with like, dice. Standing up. You don't stand up and play poker. Like, have you ever been to Vegas? I don't gamble. I have terrible luck. And neither do I, but I know you don't stand up and play poker. <laughs> so I like that they kind of rewind it a little bit. And when they did that too, you can see a little bit of Tony's cockiness and, you know, where he's a little more edgy and then this playboy and whatnot. whatnot and you see the transformation for sure. Then he goes and bangs the reporter real quick. Allegedly, but yeah, we don't see anything. And I think that it's comic book accurate, the reporter part. The banging of the reporter. Yeah, that one. You don't know his backstory, but you know he. But I know. I read read that issue. I think it was the Iron Man issue. Might have been something else. That was a comic book. Oh, maybe it's a different magazine. But we were buying something else. (laughs) Sorry, mom. Was it in a Was it in a bag that like blocked the cover? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know how to answer that. But I think he is kind of a quote-unquote playboy in the comics oh yeah obviously so we definitely get all that whole vibe the first what 30 45 minutes of the movie which is which is great y'all also to the house how dope i was just house. gonna say oh, that let's talk about i that. was gonna say that was my next no no like that mansion might be its own character in this movie it, like it's like it's funny when she wakes up it's like you know telling her all the information for the day the weather yada 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 and like it I mean, now it's kind of, you know, Alexa. But, yeah. You know, back then it was like mind blowing. It's still right. Dope. It's yeah. still I think this ass. was one of the first superhero movies to really put the the hero in like L.A., like Malibu, like West Coast style. Right Before it was always. That was a Favreau choice. Too. Gotham, New York, Metropolis, like these big like metropolitan cities that were dark and, mm-hmm. you know, more like that. But like they put him totally in the west coast and la and malibu was different totally totally suited his personality none of them are just playboys like he was you know yeah right bruce wayne and these guys like come on yeah you don't see bruce wayne in malibu 
no you can't do that oh my god could you imagine him in that suit in, in california <laughs> yeah batman doesn't work, doesn't, doesn't work you know on the santa monica pier too all well. emo on the beach <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that mansion is super cool then you get jarvis played by paul bettany who goes wow. on to be vision um paul bettany was actually just kind of stumbled upon this role he did wimbledon wimbledon he did oh, I hate that movie. he wimbledon. did wimbledon with um john favreau and the so tennis john, can, that, the tennis in that movie is oh my god just, so bad oh yeah that's not a good movie i hate you know it's always hard when you play a sport and then you watch a movie about the sport because you're like that they don't they've never picked up a tennis racket in their lives yeah did they have consultants that helped on that movie or did they just wing it i don't that was know not good not uh, good but paul bettany helped or was on wimbledon which was a favreau movie so he did this as a favor kind of to favreau and now he's he like, he, 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 he didn't get paid. It was a favor. Well, I he mean, probably got paid very little in the studio. How long doing two hours? Like, two yeah. hours. He probably did like, all of his work in two hours. And probably like two weeks before the movie came out. It was like the last thing they put in mm-hmm. most likely. All right. We need somebody, a Paul Bettany. Boom. Get in there. And now he's like a major player yeah. in the MCU. That's now amazing. he's like have his own show with WandaVision. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I know. And it was just kind of like, oh yeah, I'll do this little thing for fun. He was also no in, intention of being in, in, in anything lest else. Lest you forget he was in A Night's Tale. Remember that? Uh, oh, so lest good. I forget. That's his one of his best roles. With it's Heath Ledger. Movie. Yeah, no, that, was, that was a good one. That was a good one. But yeah, I think of Paul Bettany. I think of, besides Marvel, I, I think of A Knight's Tale. And everybody else not sitting on a cushion. <laughs> if you haven't seen Knight's Tale and you want to get some good Paul Bettany, then go check it out. I love Paul Bettany. I'm glad that, like, not to get off topic too much, but he was like, he had just gotten out of a meeting with a director that said that he was never going to work in Hollywood again. And then yeah. um, the director for Ultron called him and was like, are you interested in playing Vision? Vision. Like right after he had gotten told that he was never going to be anything else in Hollywood. He got the call yeah. right after he left that meeting. Did and he, he was like, yes? hell yeah, I'm going to play Vision. So that's with just it, like with amazing. This role, we're going to get you a gym membership because you're going to have to bulk up a little bit. So he's just kind of like a like um, comeback story too, almost. You know, like this was not supposed to be what it was for him. And I he... feel like I feel like you said like I don't want to go off on a tangent. Like this is what this whole show is about. <laughs> like we are tangents. We're tangents. Mercado Vision tangent. I don't want to go on a tangent, but uh, but I'm going to. This is our tangent That's episode. What we do our whole our whole episodes are just tangents that we. By the way, who knows who Paul Bettany's married to? Anyone? I do. Jennifer Connelly. Okay, you win. Good job. That was quick. I think he's the breadwinner right now in that family. She's got eyebrows for days. True. True that. But yes, perfect Jarvis casting. Does anybody remember what Jarvis stands for? I used Ooh. to know. I forgot. Not anymore. Is it weird that the first word that came to my mind was juicy? Like, that's not right. I, I don't think that's right. don't think it's juicy. Juicy ass. <laughs> juicy ass. Juicy ass. Song. Rap. Vision. Well, it's, it's, it's a good guess. I can't think of anything, but yeah, that's definitely not it. That's juicy ass. Juicy no, ass. Rap you, vision. Did you just ask In spandex. And then you don't know? Should I Google it right now? Or is that, is I that would, cheesy? I, mean, I, I would. No, you should. Because you... You said, like, does anybody know? Like, you know, and you... <laughs> Pop quiz, but answer it for me. <laughs> I, used, I used to know. I used no, but to really, know. do you know? Yeah. Ah, uh, I got it. Uh, just a rather very intelligent system. Oh, yeah. It's kind oh. of like a throwaway. Mm-hmm. I think I like juicy ass. 
We'll go with juicy that, ass that rap vision. I don't know. Yada, yada, yada. No, no, it was okay. Hold on. It's juicy ass rap vision in spandex. I feel like it was like a hint to, to the character. He was I don't think play. I don't think Paul Bettany would play that one. <laughs> It'd probably be some other uh, type of guy. Okay. Michael Sarah, Michael Pena. I don't know. Michael. John Cena. John Cena, one of those guys. John Cena. We get so we kind of get the mansion, then Pepper Potts comes in and says, "I'm gonna take out the trash," and she yeah. just kicks yeah. that girl out. You trashy, get out of here, trash. I'm like, damn, Pepper. She doesn't care. She no gets zero F's. F's. No F's, just yeah. But guess what? That wasn't the first one she kicked out. No. <laughs> She's like, I do nope. this every day. She's like, yeah. there's a car outside. They'll take you wherever you want to go. Yeah. So get out. She's she's done this a few times and has it down. Okay, but also in the first two seconds of dialogue between Pepper and Tony, like that's very clear that they are going to bone at one point if they haven't already. Yeah, but no, wouldn't you? Hadn't. I mean, for sure they hadn't. You don't know. Hundred percent. There's no that line had not been crossed. If you knew this guy had boned like all these women, wouldn't that bother you at all? Or women not really care at all if, if he's rich and he's Tony Stark? Doesn't matter. He, you know. You said matter. it. I didn't say that. Didn't I'm say asking it. Kai. Like, do women not care that? I don't know. I don't Listen, know if, if, if Tony Stark was if here. If Tony and... Stark asked me and I be, and I could get maybe like, you know, a percentage of his company or like some a, sh- a couple shares She's out of the deal. That. She's not about that life, Kai. No, I'm I'm above I'm above money. She did end up running the company though. So yeah, I guess it was worth it. He couldn't. Okay, but they end up together. <laughs> yes, true. I'm just saying, I mean, she's taking out trash every week and then she's like, you know, I want to get in there too. I want to be trash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when's my turn that's what i'm i think it's kind of weird but anyways but they have very clear chemistry like it's like either they have bone or they're going to bone it's obvious yeah let's get it over with yeah let's do this i think bone is like a real mcu term or disney term do you know that mom hates it when i say the word bone so she's gonna text me immediately after listening (laughs) to this episode they're gonna get it on What what does she prefer I don't know. I what's told her, pre- her. What's her preferred nomenclature? The first time I said boned, she said, Kai, that is crass. And I said, well, they didn't make love. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have an argument for that because I'm right, as usual. They, per usual. This is a horizontal mambo. <laughs> I don't know. No, boned is better than horizontal mambo. Horizontal mambo, mambo the mambo king. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I'm glad you came to our family podcast. Oh, gosh, this is a family show. Sometimes I wonder how Brent ever got married. <laughs> Sometimes uh, I don't have a good comeback for that. Obviously, the horizontal mambo is how he got married. <laughs> Maybe it's my voice that I hate. I don't know. We'll bring Aaron on and ask. What are the chances that was one of his pickup lines? You want to do the horizontal mambo? I'm pretty sure Multiplicity was one of the first movies we, we probably watched together. And Tin Cup was high on the list too, right? So you just fun, got her with the movies. Fun fact, Tin Cup, yep. my favorite movie. Yeah, we know. You already said that on this podcast, and we've only had three episodes. I want to, you know, fun fact again. Okay. Great movie. A couple episodes. Are there any MCU people that were in 10 Cup? Ah, I thought of one. I got one. Who? Renee Russo. Boom. Is Renee Russo in a Marvel movie? Or Marshall? Uh, Marvel Marvel movie? Yeah, she's Thor's mom, right? Oh, shoot. I was about to say no. Dang. You did that quick, too. That's why I'm on this show for things like that. Well, obviously yeah. it's not for comic book history because you haven't answered any of those questions. Hi- you might have hired me under false pretenses. It said it on your brother? resume. Kai, do we have another brother that knows more about comic books? Or I'll look into it. All we got? I don't know. Ask mom and dad. Maybe there's a fourth one we don't know about. He only read the comics that are half Spanish, half English. <laughs> Anyways. 
uh i also wrote down roadie and then we already talked about it like yeah, we roadie, prefer roadie. terrence howard over don Cheadle. do you guys like don Cheadle? yeah yeah don Cheadle's good he's just i just wish it would have been terrence howard the whole way maybe he's just like you said harder to work with contract issues who knows but it uh, was a it was a contract negotiation problem like i think he wanted more money than they wanted to give him well listen um, you, you you see iron man one and it just took off obviously Downey's the the main guy there but you were paid more in the first one and you know you there's something you expect i'm just saying that i'm guessing terrence howard might be regretting that and decision. then you get written off yeah. out they can change your character they'll just change you okay bye <laughs> blipped out yeah i think he regrets that i think edward norton might regret his decision to to not keep the hulk going edward norman norton played the hulk yes oh my gosh she she just she really has forgotten she's really like really blacked him out pending that hulk didn't exist until Mm -hmm. mark ruffalo but it did no doesn't ring a bell can't remember that Hmm. i do know um, i mean mark Mark ruffalo he's the only one that doesn't have a solo film yet He's in Thor Ragnarok pretty predominantly. Yeah, but it's called Thor. It's because the Incredible Hulk already had a film that nobody liked. Yeah, he had two films. One in the MCU, one non-MCU. No, he hasn't had one yet. <laughs> okay. Says, says the girl see, who thought Captain America was the first movie. In the I see you did there. I see you did there. Step into my brain. He doesn't talking, exist in my brain. We're talking about the the KMCU. K Kai's Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. So there's no there's no uh, Mercado Vision episode on the Incredible Hulk. I mean, we'll probably have to do it just because it'll be funny for me yeah. to talk shit about it the whole time. Oh, okay. So you're gonna be on it, even though you didn't acknowledge the existence of the movie. Yeah, it's like a alternate alternate have reality. It? Have you seen the Hulks, Kai? What Hulks? Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Uh, Super Igno. F you, Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) I love, I love you, man. I love Um, you, man. I wish I love you, man was a Hulk movie. (laughs) No, yes, I have seen the Hulk movies. I don't remember. I think I've seen them maybe one time each. And how many times have you seen Iron Man? This movie? Yeah, I've seen it like a thousand times. I lost count. I've seen it quite a few times. I haven't seen it from start to finish in a long time, years probably. It's hard for me to go back to the beginning once you get all the characters in the movies because I just want to see them all kind of interacting. So I prefer those type of movies to the origin stories, but it was Well, let's go another fun fact. Who did we say that uh, Vision was married to? Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly. In the Hulk. Did you just in, know that or did you just the, know that? No, I knew it, but I wanted to confirm it. I was like, hold <clears> on. She's in the first Hulk, the non-MCU Hulk. They're she's both in, I'm, non-MCU I, I, I just said she's in Liv Tyler is in the other, other Hulk. Mm. Did you know Iron Man was the second highest grossing film of 2008? Can you name the other one? 2008? Lord of the Rings. You are wrong. Damn it. Um, it's another comic book film. Spider-Man? No. One of the Dark Knights? Yeah, which one? 2008. Uh, 2008. Dark. Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight. Dark Knight Returns? The dark, no, the dark, there is no Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> actually, that's, that's not a movie. Right. That's, that's why we're not doing a, a DCU or DC podcast. Because I you just, I just well, I've watched that three. You know nothing. I've watched you know it like, nothing. I've watched half of that movie, The Dark Knight Rises, like three times last week because it's been on TV. So I always keep it, put it on. I'll, I'll watch the rest of it. Good movie. The that's Dark Knight, yeah. The Dark Knight, yes, was the number one movie in 2008, and Iron Man was number two. Pretty cool fun fact. I wonder what the, the difference in dollars were. Oh, you didn't write that down. One of, Kai's write that favorite, down. one of Kai's favorite actors is in Dark Knight Rises. How do, do you Tom know Tom Hardy? One of my favorite. Oh, JGL. 
JGL. That's right. Joseph one other, one, other, one other fun fact here. Sarah and I were in a hotel in New York while they were filming this movie unknowingly and walk out in the lobby and he like walks out right by us and Sarah's like, wait, he was going to film the movie. He's in there filming the movie. Also, it should be said that I was also in, in New York at this time, that you knew I was in New York at this time, and yet you did not tell me to come to the hotel where Joseph Gordon-Levitt was, even though he is in my top five. That's almost betrayal of, like, a brother. And you I feel in, like... Why, you were in New York, too? Yes. I was, I in, was New in New York. We were all, we were in, all New York. in New York. In our, my previous career, I was in New York at the same time. I also yes. knew that the, that movie was filming there. The same and I could have met him. We could have fallen in love. This could have been a whole other podcast that we were doing right now. And yet well, you... What would that be? I don't know. I'm just saying. You don't know. Because Indeed. you didn't hook me up as a sister. You also met uh, Jason Siegel, who is my number one celebrity crush, and you did not call me to go to there either. Like, I don't feel like you're trying to hold me back at this point. I'm a little upset about Listen, it. He's been trying to hold you hold back on, your entire hold on. For That's years. Not true. Four That's years. Not true. I tried to hook her up with, I tried to make her go talk to somebody who turned into NBA champion, multi, multi million dollar NBA star. That was your crush. It's not my crush. I wanted. I tried. Jason Siegel is tried to the love her. of my life, and you were two you feet can't. away from him and couldn't call me. You couldn't call me. Her? I tried to get her to go talk to Kevin Love at UCLA, and she refused. And I said, that guy is going to be big. Have you seen Jason Love's yeah. face? Kevin Love. Kevin Love. <laughs> and Let me actually, just say that. That is a true story. I can vouch that that did happen. But I also lot, believe... His face actually looks a lot better now than it did then. But Yeah, because yeah. he's rich now. Well, well <laughs> you got listen, you got to have Rose Bowl. At the Rose Bowl, that did happen. It but did I can happen. also confirm, I think that is more Shay's crush than Kai's crush. So. And also, he was I'm surrounded by, like, 40 girls at the time. Like, I was, like, I'm five foot one, per, first of all. Like, he's going to see me in a Smart crowd. Smart girls. Smart girls. Regardless, you're diverting from the point. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Jason Siegel, both in my top five. You've met two of them. I haven't met any of them. I feel like that's not fair. I think you need to start meeting these guys on your own, too. I mean, you can't just rely on us to hook you up with celebrities. But anyways, yes, I, I will. I'm going to start just going to Ojai because that's where Jason Siegel lives. I feel like it'll pay off for me. Yeah, Ojai's a good spot. There's a celebrity hotbed hot there. And obviously Montecito, Santa Barbara's got some celebrity hotbeds. And uh, yeah. Bakersfield, not so much. I don't know how many Bakersfield, celebrities you'll not see so much. there. But... Still waiting. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll end up there someday. Should we go yeah, back to the movie? I think we got really off on a tangent. Another cool was, thing about this movie, though, what I'll say, it was the first appearance of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Yeah, I, was, I, I had that in my notes. I was going to... Had that in your notes? Yeah. Well, we're all so, taking notes now. That's a big deal. So clearly there was some kind of investment in the future, right? Like beyond this and the Hulk, they wanted, they were hoping to build that. Yeah. Hoping, yeah. fingers crossed, maybe. You, yeah. said, you, you, you plant the seeds and, you know, if everything goes well, then obviously... It sprouted and, and grew to the MCU. But to you, a flower. Yeah, they they great. put some post-credit scenes with uh, with our boy, Samuel. Mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson. The Avengers Initiative. And the, the SHIELD stands for Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement, Enforcement Logistics Division. That's a mouthful. Yeah. yeah. Just call him SHIELD. Just call SHIELD. Just call, <laughs> call SHIELD. And Coulson, who is probably supposed to be just a throwaway character. Uh, oh, it's yeah. Coulson. Do you say Coulson? Coulson. 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 Agent Coulson. 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 Am I not saying it right? Cool. cool. Say say cool. cool. Say say whip. Whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. 
Cl- Whatever. Well, I can't say it. Coulson. Agent Colson. Colson was supposed to be a throwaway character. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Do you know that for a Marvel uh, fact? Uh, Are you making I, any, uh, I'm facts? saying that that actor was not like they weren't invested in keeping that actor around and he had such good chemistry with every single person he interacted with in the movie they decided to kind of keep him on board because of listen people uh, loving I, his hold on first off what? i feel like we need a fact check you know i i feel bad saying this but i feel like we need a fact check you now because you you said you found something on tiktok last time so like i can't <laughs> take you seriously so i'm not sure what, what to take seriously have you been on TikTok? It is a wealth of knowledge. Okay. I have learned more on it's, TikTok it's in the last year of, of quarantine than I did all in all my years of college. I'm going to disagree with well, that. Well, she went to San Diego State, so I might agree with that part. <laughs> that is true. She did go to State College. <laughs> Why like go to I, San Diego I State? You, you, go to, you can just learn on TikTok and get the same kind of... You guys went to Westmont, a private Christian school. All you learned about was the Bible. I learned so... more on the on the hard streets of SDSU than you learned at Westmont, is all I'm saying. I was going to say something, but I don't know. I don't she didn't, like I she didn't take it. that How to Meet Celebrities class there, apparently. <laughs> yeah only shaded um i did want to touch on the cave scenes because i the moral of the story for the cave scenes is don't um hold people hostage that are significantly smarter than you (laughs) that's a problem (laughs) like that's a problem they are going to be able to escape not just kind of smarter like and give him all these materials to make whatever he wants (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean that boy made like a arc reactor out of essentially like the tinfoil that chewing gum comes in yeah he pulled a macgyver out he of, macgyvered uh, the shit out of it <laughs> and he was like stark built this in a cave a bunch <laughs> of scraps <laughs> he was like you want to hold me hostage big mistake right yeah. huge obviously i was like is anyone checking on him to making sure he's doing the right thing there was one <laughs> guy that was like I don't think that that suit with that the doesn't head... look like uh, what the plans we had there. It doesn't look like a Jericho like a... missile. That doesn't yeah. look like a missile. <laughs> Come on, guys. And he's, and he's like, eh, and maybe it is. I don't know. What'd you guys think of that that Mach One or Mark One suit? My it wife said it looks like the the brave little toaster in that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. She said brave little toaster and Iron Giant kind of like mixed into one. Oh my god! Yeah. That is a great reference. Aaron said that. I'm like, yeah, good job. Maybe I'll have you on my podcast, but probably not. But the thing is, I feel like, according, it was very similar to the original comics that had um, those renderings were very similar. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was super cool. Um, That scene was just so stressful when they're doing the escape and you just know that like they had to get so many things right so quickly mm-hmm. and then the well guy and i was Yinsen. watching it yeah yinsen i was watching it with a friend and they I, he was like i wonder how how pissed you would be if there was only one suit <laughs> <laughs> make two make suits two, bro. <laughs> he's like i got one arc reactor dude and one suit sorry you man gotta, you gotta boot it up on the computer and that that's about it yeah and like, good job and then he's like dying and he's like, this is what I want. And I was like, no, man, I'd be like, I wanted a suit. Where's my <laughs> you suit? You and your one suit. Fuck you and your one suit. <laughs> You're Tony Stark. You can only build one suit. Yeah, right. Come on. I feel like we could have helped Jensen out a little bit. <laughs> but he wanted to go see his family. So he was cool. You know, he just wanted to. That was part of his plan to, to help to Tony escape and to die. And go see his family. I'm just saying, nobody, nobody's not making me a suit if I'm in a cave. You better, you better make two of those. The negotiation didn't go so well for him. <laughs> no. <laughs> how about you make me a suit? And how about you just press the button? How about yeah. you just okay. upload something for you me? Just upload it, and yeah, go shoot some guns. Buy me some time. Bye, Jensen. Oh. <laughs>
Thanks but Tony for your was, help. Tony was never the same after that cave, after Yinsen, right? That, that no, turned, it, turned that his life around. One of my favorite parts of um, RDJ's performance as Tony Stark in this movie is in the caves because he is not cracking jokes in the cave. And he is, True. you can tell that he is stressed and he is scared. And it's so, he plays it so serious. And I feel like bad writing would have made him continue to track, crack jokes in those stressful situations just because that's what he's good at. But you can see the depth of his acting and the but depth also, in, it also in his showed ability. You- you know, I think I feel like uh, when they did the flashback and had these magazines, were like, "Oh, smart kid, yada yada yada," takes over. Like that's seen a, a part of his intelligence, but like when you see in that scene, it's like no jokes. You can tell that this dude was smart as hell. There was depth to the character and yeah. to RDJ's acting in general, but yeah. yeah, to the character, it really was like, okay, he's more than just a punchline. Yeah. And I think if it was a different director or a different writing that they could have easily just kind of worked in jokes continuously just because it'll get the laugh. But I thought that it was nice that they had those serious moments when it needed to be serious. Very well done. Oh, and also that terrorist group, they would call themselves the, anybody know? Ten Rings. Ten ten Rings. Oh. Ten Rings. Is that related? uh, Yeah. No. I I don't know how. I don't don't think it's related to the Shang-Chi Ten Rings. I think it's related. I don't know if they'll reference it, but maybe it was like a, a fake Ten Rings because there was a fake Mandarin. I don't know. But they did call themselves the Ten Rings and the Ten Rings. I guess we'll learn more about that in Shang-Chi. But interesting fact, right? The Ten Rings goes all the way back to yeah. the first Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think about the second suit? The one he did that was like all silver. That was like version two. I really okay. enjoyed the building of the suit scenes, you know. Um, Jarvis helped him. Yeah, yeah, he just like talked great. to Jarvis in his garage yeah. and like. It was cool. And then the payoff of him getting to fly for the first time after like screwing it, cool. it up so many yeah. times. Yeah. That <laughs> was, was badass. Cool. That was a badass scene. He gets that suit. He flies out of his garage up over the Santa Monica Pier and up. You really feel like the, the thrill of somebody flying for the first time. One of the scenes too that I, I noticed you know, now rewatching it a few times, whatnot, that you, I didn't notice the first time was when Terrence Howard, you know, walked by the suit and was like, yeah, next, next time. time, next time, you know, and at the yeah. time you're like, time, whatever maybe. it is, what it is. And then, yeah. And those are for like the super nerds at that point, because, you yeah, know, most know. people didn't know what that meant until, unless yeah. you were a fan and like the super nerds were like, oh, he's referring to. <laughs> Yeah. Or machine. Oh my machine. god. But now that we all know what it is, we're like, oh my gosh! Like they yeah, had yeah. those little Easter eggs from the very beginning. Oh, so yeah, cool. Yeah, so they do. Turns out they do research on these things. I did <laughs> enjoy, you know, from him learning to fly, and even in the fight scenes, that like, he's still so clumsy in the suit. Almost like a lot of times in superhero movies, they put on the suit and then they're like the perfect superhero. But he was yeah. just like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing exactly. Still, you know. Yeah, he's and, figuring out to go. Sometimes yeah. you have to run you can walk exactly and he does a great or the movie does a great job of him still kind of having working out kinks like even when he's fighting Ironmonger or obadiah at the end he still is like having issues and figuring it out which is kind of cool and how about like it was kind of cool looking back it used to be more of a process to like put on and take off the suit you know mm-hmm. now it's just like, like automatically flies onto him or it's like wrist. the nanotech going on yeah. But back then, it's like he had to go through a whole five minutes just to get that thing off and on, maybe longer. So you're saying, Kai, you like oh, that scene with Pepper Potts and reaching yeah, into the cavity? Um, it's stuck with it's. So this scene has stuck with me since the first time I see it. I still remember, like, it, it just gives you the heebie-jeebies. And <laughs> but it's also just such a great scene because 
I think that scene in particular cements Peppers and Tony's relationship. Like, I think that that was just such like a, oh, they, they're going to yeah. get through this. <laughs> you know, It makes you kind of feel grateful that um, their relationship kept going throughout all the movies and the, the actors remained on throughout the, all the movies. And when you got to Endgame, I mean, fast forward, when Tony does what he does at the end of Endgame and like Pepper Potts is there, it's like, it gets you, right? Mm-hmm you're like emotional and that stems all the way back to this movie because they've had that long of a relationship well that can be said that's just what like one of my main arguments with anyone in talking about dc versus marvel or just why i'm so obsessed with the marvel cinematic universe in general it's that these storylines have been building for 13 years 12 years over a decade that you're invested in these characters and these relationships and they did a great job of making you care about these people right. as a as a per, like a real person. Well, DC's and, trying to do that. We'll see if that happens. Yeah, they're they're trying, but they're trying but to do it trying. in a shorter amount of time. Like they're trying to rush what Marvel has been doing for over a decade. And it's like they're so successful because they've taken their time building these yeah. characters. And it's not something you're gonna be able to rush through. Like who would have thought you'd be crying at an endgame ten years later when Iron Man dies? Right. I mean, I didn't cry. Now. I mean, maybe I cried. I don't know. I didn't cry. I, knew, I, mean, was, I remember was being like, there was allergies going around that day. But like, yeah, it was it was allergy yeah. season. I think I had the flu that day. I mean, my I was just all messed up. You were sniffling. I didn't cry, but uh, it was it was good. It was sad. Yeah, and it's because 13 years ago they started that dynamic, and they, they started. Gotcha. They got you. They got they get you with the feels, and I think that is a testament to Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, I think that that's what they are doing at such a higher caliber. That it's, I do it's, feel like it's going to be hard to get celebrities and actors into DC movies on our podcast the way you talk shit about it. So. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Kai, why are you so harsh? Jeez. I'm not harsh. I'm saying that that is a stark reality between DC and Marvel is that Marvel's that a- been doing it for over a decade. And DC was like, oh, they're doing a good job at this. We want to do a good job. But they no, started it. They started later time. in the game. When, hold on. What did DC do to you? Did they hurt you? I love I love the Dark Knight series. I think those are great films. I think Suicide Squad is a flaming pile of garbage. So I think we'll have to do a whole DC podcast. Just I would love to it. talk about DC. We probably do it. We're gonna have to do. What do we separate them in the movies? Similar to what we do now. I mean, we you know. Not, I mean, a DC episode. I, I, I correct myself. Not a podcast. We could do episodes on some of the DC movies. The the, the Dark Knight was, ones. And... But apparently, I was too mean on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I don't know if we should do that because apparently, <laughs> I'm too I'm too mean now because I'm speaking my mind. Yeah, you said it. You're gonna Heaven have to forbid. put harsh on your Mercado Vision hat. This is something new for the for the listeners, but something I've known for a long time. Okay. Well, hey, let it be known. I enjoyed um Wonder the first Wonder Woman, not 1984, because 1984 yeah, is horrendous. But the first Wonder Woman was an excellent film. I enjoyed Birds of Prey. I thought that was a great movie. So I'm not a hater of DC as a whole. I just think that they those movies where they take time to build the characters is gonna do them better in the long run. Which is why we love MCU, right? right. Which is why Disney bought a Marvel. It's just all love. It's all good yeah, stuff. Sure, it's all love. In a happy place. So, anyways, yeah, I love, I love that we see these characters in 2008, and they are still with us at in 2020. You know, it's, it's great. Right. I feel like we need to wind this down here soon. Like we're, uh, we're, we're going a while here. 
It's okay. Yeah, but our listeners love it. So it's just like, give them more. They, I think what they every, want. All, all the reviews I got were like, can you they, go another hour? This is what they paid for. This is what they want. I'm going to have to blip um, out. Brand, no one's I'm going to blip. Wait, we're not. You guys don't get paid. We're Brent, not getting paid. Brent, Brent, no one's getting. No one's getting paid. I signed my contract. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh, Shay had, had a hefty signing fee. Did you know though? Um, you know how there's that post-credit scene, which is another Marvel cool thing. Most of the movies have post-credit scenes, but when Nick Fury comes in at the end, say, I want to talk to you yeah. about the Avenger Initiative. They actually shot a different version of that, where Nick Fury says you're part of a world that has wall crawlers and mutants in it, and you just don't know it, mm. or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Um, that wasn't used, but at the time, they weren't sure how like the whole X-Men and Spider-Man were going to work into the universe. So they shot that. I actually saw a clip of it on YouTube or somewhere. You but, did? Mm-hmm. Oh, he actually cool. says it. And Send it to ver- me. I want to watch that. version is not used, but he does say that in a, a different version they filmed. Interesting. We cannot finish the podcast about Iron Man without talking about the famous line at the end of the movie, though, which fun. Another fun fact ad libbed by RDJ himself. And another TikTok fact that she saw on TikTok. (laughs) (sighs) At least least I'm doing research. What are you guys doing for this podcast? Um, I pulled out an actor that's an MVP that you didn't even know about. So, okay. But I am. Iron Man. Iron Man. So good. That was pretty dope. Mic drop. Crowd At the end goes of the movie, crazy. right? Movie yeah. ends right there. It's like, I mean, come on. Which is different than most better. superheroes because most of them have the whole like dual identity, right? They yeah, they don't want to know. They don't want people he's to know. Like, no. he's, he's a solo guy, though. So, like, you know, most people have these identities because they have family members and they have people that, you know, they care they about protect, that. Right? Could, they want to protect. And he's like a solo dude. He's like, guess what? Screw it. I'm and, Iron Man. Yeah, come and, get me. And a little bit egocentric. So he All was like, why the hell would I hide that yeah. I'm Iron Man? I want like, everybody to know. It's yeah. awesome. I'm Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. Hell yes. First totally of all, him. I couldn't believe that that was ad-libbed by him. And it was put into the movie because future or some of the comic book timelines that you know align Iron Man with revealing his true identity. So it kind of fell into the timeline and comic book um, storyline overall. But genius. Yeah. And then that song plays right after that. Dun, yeah. good job favreau good job i mean one of the best ending lines of a film of all time it's all i'm gonna say it's all very true great ending great film what do you guys give it let's say a nine out of ten i mean a one out of ten. One to ten hold on your scale is real different oh my gosh too much whiskey tonight try it again try it again what do you guys give it i got a scale of one to ten iron man how about Shay? You go first. I'm I'm gonna give it a I'll give it a nine five. Like I thought it was a it was really, really good. Like it was awesome. Yeah. Bryn? Yeah, I think it's up there. I think a, a nine, nine and a half is is pretty good. And it's it's amazing movie. It's awesome. And it kicked off everything that we know today in the MCU. So yeah. I'm trying to think about like what would be a ten, a 10 out of ten, but I guess that's for future episodes. I would say I would say nine out of ten. Solid so like, nine. Suicide, suicide Squad's a ten. <laughs> so where would you rate this? Forty million. And suicide <laughs> Squad is a ten. Yeah, no, nine out of ten. Great film, um, especially for starting the Marvel Cinematic Universe off. Like, really if you think it. about that, if you take a minute to like consider what this movie did, it could almost deserve a ten out of ten because everything else wouldn't be here without it. So yeah. ten out of ten just out of just out of principle. It's like hitting a home run your first major league game or true. Winning a major your that first happens, tennis, you know, winning the masters your first time playing. It's just like boom, 
I'm here. I'm badass. I'm let's override. Go. Yeah. 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 I'm Iron Man. I am Iron Literally. Man. So I mean, go. come on. So then MVP? You know, we, our, our normal MVP discussion, I'll, you know, I'll go first. I'm going to say um, Peter Billingsley. I mean, for me, you know, listen, he, he was an integral part of, of, of building uh, Jeff Bridges' whole thing, his machine and everything. And then, he, listen, he holds, I feel like he holds some of those guys together all throughout the MCU. You just oh, don't even you know? see it. You he, took and, mine. I was going to say really, that. You know, he, listen, he goes farther than Iron Man does. Okay, if just he's... Gonna say it. Okay, if he is your MVP, what is his character's name? I was going to ask that. What's his character in the, in the movie? If, if you love him so much, tell me his name. Uh, William Ginter. Oh, yes, of course, Riva. William Ginter. Thank you, IMDb. At Stark's inter- <laughs> he's at Stark's inter- uh, industry. So he's like, he's an integral part of not only Stark in general, but also, you know, he went negative. He went to negative town. I think Shay just loves a Christmas story so much that he just is the Bill- Peter Billingsley fan club. I yeah, think she just likes saying Peter Billingsley. I think he. I think he. Sh- he may have shot his. I. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Maybe he'll come back in the next Spider-Man movie. We'll see. Yeah. I would say, um, you know, RDJ is probably the MVP. But for sake of this podcast, and we have a lot of more RDJ ahead, I'm gonna say Terrence Howard because he was Ooh. awesome, right? Yeah. We don't. We don't get more Terrence Howard. This is it. This is his only appearance, but he nailed it. He was awesome as Rhodes. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say um, I'm going to say the most valuable player is Yinsen because he really? because Iron Man wouldn't be out of that cave without Yinsen. Iron Man wouldn't be alive without Yinsen. That is true. He and alive. Tony Stark couldn't bother to make him a suit. So noble pick. R.I.P. Yinsen, honestly. If you yeah. like him that much, though, what is his real name? What's his actor's name? Yinsen. That. Yinsen. Go on, she's going to go on TikTok later and figure that one out. Yinsen as himself. Yinsen as himself. He's actually, he actually died in that cave. It really that, happened. That was real. <laughs> That's Thank why he's you, the Yinsen. MVP. He literally died for this film. Well, actually, I don't know, because he actually filmed a part in Iron Man 3. That was, oh. um, that was a, a flashback. Was flashback. It was like old footage, right? Old yeah. fo- found footage. Yeah, yeah. But thank you, Yinsen, for your service to Iron Man. We appreciate you. you. Should have gotten a suit. He deserved a suit. He did deserve a suit. I wanted to bring a new segment. I'll see what you guys think. What did you think Iron Man got on Rotten Tomatoes? Hmm. Okay. Wow. Um, I'll take a guess here. Uh, I want to say 94%. Jesus I think Christ, it, I think it's in the 90s. Is it in the 90s? It has to be in the 90s. I'll say I'll say 90. Bryn is 100% correct at 94%. Uh, nice. 94% Iron Man 60% of the time it works every, every time. time. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? I like that. I um, always tend to look at the Rotten Tomato movie or Rotten Tomato ratings when I um, am, am watching a movie. It's kind of like one of the things I do on my before phone. Before or after or during? It depends. I don't know. Usually before. If I'm going to go see yeah. a movie in the theaters, I'm like, what, what's it getting on Rotten Tomatoes? You know Tomatoes? what's funny is that I, I'll, I'll, use, I'll use those ratings, whether Rotten Tomato or whatever the rating is on like iTunes, whatever, to, to my advantage every time. Because if... Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say we'll go to pick out a movie and Sarah's like, oh, look, it only got a 50%. I'm like, yeah, those were always wrong. These things are horrible. And then if it gets all <laughs> enough, if I say, oh, look at Sarah, it got a 90%. It's going to be awesome. It's only so, right when you need it to be right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I find them to be mostly accurate, though. I like, think so, too. They're mostly... 
pretty spot on, like with I 90%. I can't believe you got that right at 94%. I can. I should ask Shay first. Damn it. 94% standing on Rotten Tomatoes after 13 years. Good Not job, Iron Man. Iron Man kicked ass. What kicked ass. Thank you um, for watching Iron Man, guys. This was Thank a, you. a this one. was a fun one to watch. I haven't seen it in so long, so I was excited to, to go back down memory lane. Um, Good job. What are we doing next week, ladies what are we and gentlemen? Doing next week, kind of, yeah, I'm stoked about next week because it was you know obviously a new fresh thing. Obviously, it's WandaVision and WandaVision. Where did you come up with these? I don't think this is that one was that was <laughs> that was off the top of my head. It was okay. Agatha all along. <laughs> and WandaVision was awesome. It was a totally fresh take on TV show and a series, and the way they did it was pretty amazing. So I'm stoked to do this one. I'm so excited. Tune in for WandaVision. You won't want to miss it. It'll be much more positive than uh, the Falcon. (laughs) For sure. guys, I've gotten reprimanded. I won't be She's getting hate mail. She's getting hate mail for that that episode. Nobody's sending me hate mail. I'm right. So sorry. But we're all excited. We're all excited for WandaVision. It's going to be good stuff. So tune in next week. And what did we what did we land on for our sign off, Bryn? I think we're going to go with the uh, oldie but goodie, the sentimental, the heartfelt. We love you 3,000, everybody. All Thank right. Thank you so much for listening. Love right, you 3,000. 3, love you 3,000. Bye. Peace.